Talking now with Melva Hobson, the president of OSCA, which is the Organisation of Sunshine Coast Association of Residents. Now, this is an interesting one because uh, a lot of people have been talking about this Kelly Slater-backed proposal, this Kelly Slater-backed wave pool proposal. And a group called Consolidated Properties have bought up a large area of the floodplains at uh, Coolum West. And it's now seeking approval from the state government to urbanise those floodplains. So joining us to tell us a little bit more about it is Melva Hobson. Good morning, Melva. Good morning. What is your understanding of what this development actually is? The development actually is a 1,500 residential lot and mixed-use development on the floodplain. And the developer made it clear to us that there is no surf ranch without the residential development. So it's really about the residential development on the floodplain and the surf ranch is being used as a... um the lolly, if you like. Yeah. Okay, because it is Kelly Slater's involved in that they've got, they've used his name, haven't they, for what they're calling a $100 million surf ranch. And they're saying that, you know, that he'll be involved, which obviously, like you say, it's a lolly. A lot of people are like, surf ranch, Kelly Slater, call him. Bring it Sounds on. Sounds great. That, but remember, if you want to pop, after you've finished on the radio, you want to pop your surfboard on the top of your ute or the poke out the back of your car and go down and have a surf, don't think about it because you won't be. It's, it would not be open to the casual surfer driving past. And to hire the facility for a day, we could not get a cost from the developer. But we know that to hire the ones in the US, you're up for about 50 grand a day. Oh, okay. wow. That is remarkable. I had no idea. I just assumed it would be a public use thing. No, 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 no. And look, we don't have a problem with a surf, a wave pool, surf range, whatever you want to call it per se, uh, because there are people who will pay large sums of money to surf on a, a regular style wave. And I have a son who said, Mum, I'd go there. Yeah, which, uh, yeah um, sure. But the problem but here, Melva, is the floodplain, right? Is the floodplain, is the floodplain. Because just in terms of that floodplain, there is within the Maruchi River floodplain, they're subject to tidal inundation, permanent standing water, and they have acid sulfate soils. And the other thing is the developer told us that they would be extracting water from the Maruchi River to fill and replenish the wave pool. Yeah. And, and they have to fill. We've had estimates, that's all we can get, is work out estimates that would be, require something along the lines of 2 million cubic metres of fill to about 2 metres and the road's going to about 2.5 metres. Yeah. Not, not for the wave pool, that's to put the residential development on. Tell me, Melva, people would be obviously saying, well, what about jobs? Who cares about the floodplain? Why is the floodplain important? The floodplain is there for exactly as it says. We know that the Marucci catchment is not a large catchment and as the water comes down from around the catchment, it moves through. And it, If it can have like an area where it, it can settle and then flow into the river, but otherwise it affects downstream communities. So there'll be increasing flooding for downstream communities if you go through Pacific Paradise, then across to Bradman Avenue. All of those downstream communities potentially in danger of increased flooding as we know that climate change will impact on that. Yeah, loosely, if you don't understand what's going on here, if you build on floodplains, you get to the situation like we had in Townsville last year and then in the 2010 floods in Brisbane where they'd built a lot of houses where they never used to 
And That's right. as a result, the water had nowhere to go and a lot of places flooded that they'd never seen floods like that before. Before, yeah. And the one in Townsville was only a new development and that was built to the Q100, which is sort of the level that we talk about, the one in a 100-year flood. And that flooded. So we just want the developer to be honest and not just look at his website and talk about the wonderful wave pool. Look, we agree it would be fabulous as long as it was reasonably priced but in the right place, not on a floodplain. Is there room anywhere at all for locals to have their say, maybe on some sort of website, or is there some sort of petition going on just yet? Well, at the moment, we're trying to get the minister to meet with us because the council don't support it. They're opposed to it. And because it's also in the middle of the Blue Heart, which is the um, carbon storage and capture area from council, state government and Unity Water. We're trying to get a meeting with the minister. It's now five weeks, nearly six weeks. So on a weekly basis, I resend the letter and I will now start the phone calls. There's also SPEC, the Sunshine Coast Environment Council, you could look on their Facebook and their questions will be answered if people put them on. And we'd love to hear from some of your uh, your young listeners. Don't leave it up to all the mature people. <laughs> <laughs>